Hello, everybody. It is Friday, November 18th, 10.01 a.m., and you know what that means? It's time to get our bake on. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, how exciting, because the final just came out. Ha-ha, <laughs> joke's on you, sucker. <laughs> um, Teresa has her sick this week, and we did tour and all this stuff. So this is uh, the semifinals. And we'll do the finals, I think. I mean, the final comes out for us, I mean, this morning at 3 a.m., so we will figure ASAP. it out. We'll ASAP. Take care of that ASAP. I like ASAP as a term, as soon as possible, because it doesn't mean right now. Right? <laughs> Just it's as a, soon as possible. Like, when people hear it, they're like, oh, they're going to do it right away. No, no, no. It's as soon as possible. And possible, anything's possible. And possible could be tomorrow. Could be Monday. Okay. So, semifinals. I want to get right into it. Because okay. there was a lot. There a was lot. a lot. Um, Patisserie week. Patisserie. Right. Always challenging. Indeed, because what they are looking for has a specific standard, right? Right. It's not just like, this is the way I like it for some of these things. It's like, we want this to look commercially appealing. Right. So I think it stands out for me in the uh, themes of weeks because it's not like a cultural theme. It's not like a general theme like bread or, uh, you know, even pastry. Right. Where it's just like, oh, it's about uh, the technique of making bread or the technique. Of, it is about would it appear in the a shop where they sell extensive little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more about a style and precision and like professional level, which is, I think, why it normally comes ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's about a super high standard, precise the, kind of clean look. Yeah, the word that they that they throw around a lot is finesse. Yeah. Right. Which is uh I bet a different language version of Finnish. <laughs> uh, but I mean really like they clearly have the same origin. But uh it is that thing because what this episode is all about is your timing. Right. Because there's inevitably a million things to do. Right. Because it's little and there's a lot of little fiddly things. And so much of it about is about like how much can you get done in the last like 10 percent of the challenge? Because you could bake something perfectly and it stands up perfectly, which we'll talk about when we get to the showstopper. But it's like you didn't finish it. And so it doesn't look like something you would put in the window of a shop. So. Right. Right. No. Uh, so the first thing that they did was mini Charlottes, and the Charlotte we've actually seen as a as a um, as a challenge before, like a Charlotte Russe. Exactly. So it's kind of like a mousse or jelly kind of, I guess, cake, where you have like the lady fingers, right? The cookie sponge, or some kind of sponge. Uh, yeah, but traditionally, I think around fingers. the outside. Sometimes you put a sponge on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. But remember when. Um, uh, uh, somebody did it where they didn't put a sponge on the bottom and it was amazing. I can't remember. Can you describe the person at all? Um, Nadia's year? Um, nope. Nope, it's gone. Okay. Anyway, um, that's because we live in the moment. <laughs> but, and then inside is usually some like mixture of set things like babouille or custard or mousse or jelly or whatever it is. It's just kind of like stacked up on the inside of this sponge lady finger like corral. <laughs> and I think of it as like a fence, but yes. Um, I guess that's a corral, really. When you yeah, think about, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, and so what you're looking for is it's, 
supposed to, one, when you cut it, all stay together, right? That right. even though it's got that cream jelly uh, filling, right, then when you cut it, it's like a clean cut, pieces stay, but it looks mm -hmm. still like the thing when you cut it. And two, that it's like pretty, right? That right. it's a thing that if you brought, especially in the mini Charlottes, mm -hmm. if you brought this out for like, uh, you know, a high an afternoon tea, that people would be like, oh, right. I remember when in Nancy's here, who, by the way, I just found her Instagram. It's amazing. You guys could follow it. Anyway, um, uh, when they did the entremet, remember that? When it was like a very special thing that was usually coated on the outside with oh, like yeah, a yeah, chocolate yeah. or something. And then you cut it in the middle and it should be like a beautiful kind of like layered thing. That's what I think of when I think of these Charlotte Russe because I think of like when you cut it, you should be able to like see the layers like a like a beautiful sunset. Yeah. Maybe it's different in the UK. Maybe people are like making the rounds on like morning television and morning radio more or something. But it is interesting to me that like Nancy was the winner of the first like on Netflix season, mm -hmm. and then it seems like she was like, okay, I, no, I'm fine. I mean, she wasn't. She wrote books and stuff. Oh, okay, but she didn't get a TV show. No, for some reason, I think it's because Nadia got a TV show, and she's so uh, like tell tele telegenic. Like photogenic, sure. sure. Where I'm like, this should be the end goal of anyone who wins Bake Off. Of like, mm -hmm. why did I do it? To get a TV show. Although I will say, interestingly, unlike a lot of uh, American competition shows, where, did I say American? You American? did. Yeah. American. American competition shows, <laughs> where once somebody achieved, like, think about, like, well, I guess it's what American Idol is, and American Idol is based off of XR. Anyways. Um, like if somebody wins Survivor, right? right, and then they end up getting like a TV show or book deal or something, and then you get this flood of people applying for the next season because they want to get a book deal or a TV show or something. I've never gotten that sense from Bake Off. No, of course not. I I think that there, uh, when you look at the scope of the winners, and this is way off topic, but if you look at the scope of the There's winners- There's only four participants. We need other stuff to talk about. <laughs> Then uh, there really are a few of the outliers that are kind of like always in it, right? I mean, most of the winners go on to have some sort of like maybe they open a little bake shop right. or maybe they uh, they become like teachers, right? Um, some of the very early ones started doing like, you know, like seminars and things like that. But related to baking right Usually. not like we did this and now i have my own talk show or something right, right. but like, most people just go back to their job yeah they just want the recognition they want to know that they're good enough and then they are perfectly fine with it and there's something beautiful about that so let's talk about the mini charlottes uh so abdul went first of all great episode for abdul yes obviously i mean obviously. one star bigger great episode for him it was exactly what we've been talking about this whole time of like when he gets an episode where he's going to push himself it's going to be great. Yeah. Or it's going to be bad, but it, this time it was great. So he decided to do, like, tiramisu uh, mini Charlottes. And it was, uh, I would say, comparatively, especially compared to, like, Sandro, where it was just like, I'm just doing this. Now, what I will say, he burned his caramel, which is always a risk. And so that set him back a little bit. What? Who burned his caramel? Abdul then. Right at the beginning, remember? Right? And no, that was at the end. No, his... at the end, Sandro burned his caramel. But Abdul did oh. in the first one, um, and it set him back a little bit. 
but I mean, he still finished, but it wasn't as clean a finish. Right, yes, but it but, tasted but amazing. But it tasted amazing, but not as clean a finish as you would like for something like this where they're looking for that precision bake. And I also think another reason they always put patisserie ninth is because it is so fiddly. It gives them, for lack of a better word, an excuse to be a little more critical and make the stakes seem higher. Right. Because I think that if on episode nine, they were just like, yeah, once again, everybody nailed it. Everybody did great. It's not as thrilling going into the final where in, and also it's harder to judge these four excellent bakers at this point if it's just like, we're going to do pie, right? Right. I mean, there has to be enough criteria in order right. to judge them by. Um, And so then Janusz did plums and chocolate mini Charlottes and they really liked the like flavor. I mean, they said basically like, plums and chocolate. How can you go wrong? But it didn't really set. Right. The I think he said that they said that the plums set, but the chocolate didn't set. Um, and then there was something about some of his like. I guess one of the things that you do is you put a ribbon around yeah. it. Um, something about his sponge was too dry. Well, yeah, and they, when he tightened the ribbon, it like cracked some of the lady fingers and like. And it split shouldn't. It. it shouldn't do yeah. that because it should be. Uh, pliable enough to to uh, to keep its shape and and everything like that. So they did not like the sponge that he used. I'm going to skip over Sandro for a second and go to Shabira. I'm going to come back to Sandro. So Shabira, <laughs> I could not get over. She said like peanut butter cheesecake and berries, and you would have thought that she had said like I don't know hot sauce and cereal or something like. <laughs> They were like, peanuts and berries? And I was like, okay, first of all, uh, trail mix. Second of all- Peanut butter. Peanut butter and berries, man. You've never had peanut butter and jelly? You've never had peanut butter and jam? Like, what are you talking about? It's a thing. I think that this is a difference across the ocean. In the U.S., we love peanut butter and jelly, and they just don't eat it over there. It just, they were treating it like, what a bizarre combination of flavors- Peanut, and they also kept saying peanuts, Instead like they were just going to be big hunks of <laughs> like of Mr. Peanut in there. Instead of like, no man, it's a little bit of peanut butter in cheesecake. It's peanut butter cheesecake. Grow up! And they kept saying like <laughs> peanuts and berries. Like every yeah, time, dude. every time you looked at me and you were like, "What? Well, Why are they, they kept going peanuts?" The and I was like, "Peanut butter, <laughs> peanut butter. It is not just raw peanuts in there, my dudes. It's peanut butter." Cheesecake. And they went on and on and on about how we are not sure about this flavor combination, but you've never steered us wrong before. And I'm like, but like, hey, guys, this is not a weird, it's, it's not, not a weird, weird. combination. Though, okay, on a different note, though, it perfectly exemplified my feelings about when they say like clean slate stuff, right? Because they right. asked her like, yes. so three, t you know, you've been a star baker three times. How does it feel? And she's like, well, being you know, it's a clean slate each week. But then they also then went on to say, and, you know, you've never let us down, so expectations are high. And she was exactly. like, yeah, so when you've been Star Baker three times, the pressure is higher. So it doesn't benefit you. It only raises their expectations of you. Which I think really makes sense with the curse of the Star Baker, right, which yeah. sometimes happens, where the expectations then are so high that when you just kind of like, when when things don't go amazingly for you, then they're like, oh, Curse of the Star Baker. They're what? in the bottom two. But they might not have actually been in the bottom two if they weren't the Star Baker the next week because the expectations wouldn't be so high. Well, also because of the theme weeks, it's possible for someone to be like really good at bread and they can't do pastry, right? right? And it's just like, okay, so you were 
you know, star baker of bread week, amazing, you did it, and now you're in the bottom two of pastry, what's wrong? And it's like, well, it's because that person doesn't have a consistent set of skills across all disciplines for baking. They were just really good at bread. Well, well who was the dude who kind of looked uh, like Paul McGann, and he won with, like, Thor's hammer bread, and then he went out the next week. So he was star baker on bread week, and then he went home the next week. Do you remember that guy who had like <gasps> short brown, dark brown curly hair? No, I I mean I think about Paul, the the guy who made the lion. Out who got of bread. special commendation? Special commendation, but I mean he stayed in a couple more weeks. Yeah, um, but he I didn't get guy. Star Baker that week. He just got like him, a though. special commendation. I liked him, um, and then they really liked Shabir's. So I want to talk about Sandro. Okay, Sandro is such a good baker, and I wish, in my heart of hearts that he would just trust that without adding a bunch of other stuff to yeah. it. Because consistently, he has not done a bad job on executing the bake or the flavors. I mean, sometimes the flavors are a little like, oh, we like these two and not this third one. Right, but it's like the third one, right. if you had just left out the one, then you wouldn't have, it, would, it would have been amazing. But he adds so much complexity where it's not needed that he just can't do the finesse at the end. And we saw it twice today. And, well, I'll talk about the the technical in a second. So with this one, it was like, I'm doing two different sponges, and there's like eight layers in it, and for some reason he made them gigantic, right. which also adds the amount of work he had to do. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, it's just kind of, they're huge, and like, they just didn't set perfect I there's don't know, like man. just too much going on they were like there's just there it's just too much it's just too much and i will also say there's something very satisfying watching it at home especially since we'd like discuss it every episode where then seeing them and he's like i'm doing all this stuff and having them be like sandro you've had issues with like timing and stuff before are you sure? And it's just He's like, like, yeah, man. I'm okay, do great. It. I'm glad we're all, me, Teresa, <laughs> Paul, Prue, all on the same page. One for one. They were also gigantic, weren't they? They were, they were so huge. big. I mean, like, honestly. I got I got a real tickle out of, uh, for the, uh, the what do they call it? The lead out or whatever, where, uh, <laughs> where Janusz, Janusz yeah. is just sitting at, eating it like a bowl of and cereal with like, a spoon. Now, lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also say, starting in the signature, I love Noel Fielding. Big fan of Mighty Boosh. Love Noel stuff. Leave Shabira oh. alone. See, but I also said to you that I really like the episodes where they actually talk to the bakers more than do their little like time call bits or okay. whatever, right? I'm going to reiterate. Love Noel Fielding. <laughs> I think Matt is great. But it seems to me like they're... Uh, their objective, right? If we're talking about, or their like, you know, to verb, right? If we're in their intention is to annoy, <laughs> as, right? Isn't that like what Noel's doing is like to bother? No, I think that his particular conversation style is better suited to Sandro, who is able to kind of jest and joke with him back, yeah. where Shabira really, I mean, she still does joke with him back, but. 
Her jokes are very kidding on the square, though. Yes, like, they hey, are. you know what would be great? If you left me alone. <laughs> but this is why I also, listen, I love Bake Off. And, uh, and oh, explain, explain to everyone who doesn't know what kidding on the square oh, is. Oh, kidding on the square is like when you make a joke and you say it like a joke. But it's really, not a joke. you absolutely mean it, right? <laughs> and it's just like that. Oh, how you can help me is you can leave me alone. <laughs> and it's like. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's that's true though, <laughs> and um, like I I shouldn't be one of the like hosts of Bake Off because I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you working on? What's that? Can I taste it? And she's like, no, I'm trying to work. Um, and like, and Noel finally took the hint and bye, Shabira. Yeah, that was a pretty good. Hit. Walked away. But I think that like the thing that, and I hate to still be comparing them at this point, but how do you not? I think the thing that made Mel and Sue so successful in those roles of just like during this time of of the season, their roles very much became like, I'm going to keep you calm. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to keep you focused. Right. So it's just like, oh, we're making jokes and we're having banter. And then at a certain point, it starts to be like, I figured out what these individuals need to feel most comfortable and to be most successful. And the banter might come out of that, right? But like, sometimes it's just checking in and asking questions and being like, so what are you worried about? What do you feel is like your strongest suit at this point? Who do you feel is your biggest competition, right? And not like, I'm doing bits still, right? And it feels like- What was it that he had picked up? Like the plum sauce or something? It was Janusz's, but like, he was like holding it like it was a, uh, I don't know, like a bowl of blood or yeah. whatever, right? Cause he's like, I'm a vampire. You know how I do <laughs> um, So then the technical was chocolate hazelnut and raspberry vertical tarts. And I actually really liked this because one, a lot of different elements to show off skills. Mm -hmm. Two, it really showcases the patisserie ideal of, ooh, when you see it. Right. Right? So it's just like, yeah, man, it might taste good. You might have baked it good. But if it doesn't look nice, I'm not going to buy it. Exactly. Right? And, like, that's, like, the patisserie thing. And I think that it the as far as the skills go, it was a lot of, like, like building on your own knowledge, right? right? So, like, they had to make the tart like the the crust but you can't, you don't have to do the bottom right you just do the edge and they had to figure out how to make it so that the edge baked without folding in on itself mm -hmm. and then they had to make the chocolate mousse where if you over whip it then it's like a ganache and then they had to figure out they had to know how to do like chocolate tempering and like gold leaf how to apply mm -hmm. it and all that kind and of stuff and the jelly and execution is key in right this. yeah and God bless. Between Abdul being like, line the tray, got it, and putting it on the bottom, like, that's not lining. That's not what that word means. You yeah. put it underneath. You put it underneath. That's not <laughs> lining, Abdul. Really think about it. Really think about what you're and doing. And then Sandro oh cutting God. the uh, the mousse, which had turned into ganache. He overfolded. But anyway, cutting it horizontally instead of in a semicircle. Cut in half, and he's like, got it. What? Why is that what you jumped to? Didn't it actually say semicircle? I, I think so. it did. At least, at the very least, thank, thank Baking Gods, uh, Baking Hephaestus, that <laughs> when he got to the jelly and I was like, put it on the cut side. I said, what? Huh? That he figured it out. Because I think if he had brought it to the table like that, they would have been like, what is this? <laughs> what have you done? Um, so at the very least, he did eventually figure it out. But yeah. by that point, I mean, and here, it's also important to note, uh, I think for context, even if he hadn't done that, his uh, the ring was too thick 
Right. Um, and his jelly. He. This he, happens. Yeah. It happens to people all the time where they're like, the recipe says this, but I think I know better. And it's like, okay, well, have fun doing bad. <laughs> right? Like, I don't understand. Maybe I could see. I'm going to start saying that. Have fun doing a bad job. <laughs> have fun doing a bad job. Because I could see very much thinking, like, my, I'm worried about this. This doesn't feel right. But at the same time, you only get so much information from the recipe. Mm -hmm. And like the only thing that's ever clear is like the ingredients. Yeah. So why would you doubt that part? I know, right? But you get in your head and you suddenly think like, ah, I've got it. So his jelly wasn't set. His uh, his mousse was too thick. Um, was it? Or was his one of the ones that they liked? No. Because Janusz's, no, Janusz's was the one that they liked. They liked his... Uh, his mousse. Right, because it hadn't been overfolded into ganache. Yes, but, I mean, other than that, it wasn't good. His uh, pastry was underdone, and, uh, yeah. Um, so, ended up, Shabira took first. Shabira took first, and then... Uh, Abdul? Abdul took second, Yanish took third, Sandra took fourth. Which, going into today, I was like... I mean, Sandro is going to be in the final. And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It could not be Sandro. And then we get to Showstopper. Yeah. A Procon, which I'd never heard of before. I mean, it seems kind of like it, they have done this in several different entities, right? Where it's like cookie tower. But yes. I guess it's not really a cookie. It's like an almond spongy cookie. I mean, it's sort of like... Uh, I, I kept thinking about, like, if you had twice baked it, it'd be biscotti, right? Oh. Like, that kind of thought. That uh, is, I mean, kind of. Yeah. So it's supposed to be kind of crunchy on the outside, right? For structure. For structure, but also still chewy on the inside. Mm -hmm. um, and then it is a kind of, like, celebration tower, right? right? So very uh, <clears throat> decorative, but, like, detailed. There's... But it's supposed to be, there's a marzipan element. Yeah, right? very designed. designed. That's the word I'm looking for. So there's supposed to be marzipan on it, um, and they were kind of just like, do whatever, you guys. So they all ended up kind of. And no internal inedible structure. Yes. Right? It's all That's edible. Yeah. Uh, they were everybody kind of made the same sort of like stackable thing. Did right? they have a height requirement on it, or was that? I don't just... think so. Because I noticed at one point Shabira measuring it. Yes, because she made the double helix uh -huh. right and used the used cookie on the inside to support yeah. right. So she kept measuring it to make sure that it was uh, the right like straight and length yeah, and even, things, yeah. even and things like that so that she could An build around feat, it. By the it way. was amazing. It was amazing. I, I like gobsmacked, jaw down to the floor. Yeah. I was like, you're doing what with a what? And the fact that it worked and it looked so clean and had all the decorations on it, a feat. A feat. L literally the only thing that they could find any fault with was because the pieces were all so small, mm -hmm. they were a little overdone. Yep. Um, so then uh, I want to talk about Yanish's, where, what, and they described it this way too. I liked the design of it a lot. Very cool, very uh, colorful, which is his style. But 
it was like as it went up, it was like less finished. Right. Um, and also, basically, and I don't think he was the only one who ran into this, but they were like, it's underbaked here and it's overbaked here. And we're looking for in the middle of that, right? Yeah. Correctly baked. And so like the best bit, I think it was like the outside of the heart. We're like, this is the best bit. But everything else is like overbaked or underbaked. Yeah. They liked the little like stained glass kind of isomalt Such or a whatever. Cool I love it when they do that. I, I do too. And Abdul did a very similar thing where he put little, he did a different way. So um, Janusz poured isomalt mm-hmm. in, in the windows, but uh, Abdul baked them with a little crushed candy right yeah. in the windows. Um, so it like melted while it baked right. and turned into something of isomal and his marzipan stuff was so cute the little spaceman i love that prue pointed out because i was like i also think that's cute prue leaf um so his was a um a space shuttle space rocket type thing um and he had cutouts of stars and moons and spaceman and things like that um it was so it was uh what i loved about it was that it was clearly like a rocket though i will say it had a bit of an eiffel tower feel to me but okay. i think that was just yeah. cuz the shape cuz it was filigreed yes, right filigreed so it was beautifully like all those twists and spirals and everything and he had it like beautifully designed and i think it just came together of all of them right i think if you saw shabiras you'd be like wow that's amazing that's incredible if you saw Abdul's, you'd be like, I would like to have that at my party and eat it, please. Right? Yeah. Where I think if if you were doing it for like a biologist uh, geneticist conference, <laughs> hands down, there's no way it's not Shabira's. But everything else, right, feels like, yeah, but it's beautiful. Which, by the way, is this the first time she's ever mentioned? That she decrypts the human genome? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the first time Shabira has dropped that knowledge on us. Yes, I do believe it is the first time she's been like, oh, me? Yes, um, I'm a quiet, uh, unassuming, very nice, good baker. And also, I'm working to decrypt the human genome. Oh, cool, cool. So you're just better than me in everywhere. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What did she say that her, her job was? Um, it's like a, 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 something biologist. It's an experimental biologist. You know, or com- computational biologist. Computational biologist, right? It's amazing. So she's Just a biologist that, that like, knowledge works on with, us. like computer simulations and programs and stuff to do the genome. It's incredible. That's incredible. Um, but like I said, I think hers is be like, I put this in the museum, right? Yeah. But I don't know that I would choose it for the centerpiece of any party because I would be like throwing a party and then be like, is this a party about genetics? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And they'd be like, then why did you, <laughs> why did you commission this? I'm like, oh, I didn't. I saw it in a store and I loved it. Um, so then. I want to talk about Sandro's. Okay. Sandro's again. Let me say this. Even without decoration. Deep sigh. If you had removed the decoration, it was visually pretty, plain for a plain thing. (laughs) Pretty plain. Pretty plain. No, I mean, it was pretty as a plain thing, judging it as a plain thing. Um, I disagree. Oh, okay. Uh, Because the flavorings that he put into the the cookie cake um, made everything look kind of like speckled and mottled. Oh, sorry. I meant just if you looked at the silhouette of it. Oh. Right. If you and just then lo- his caramel was totally burnt. Caramel was burnt. At which point, why didn't you redo that? It takes like five minutes. Anyway. Um, which made it look like it had some kind of like black mold on it. I did not care for that. And so then by the time he was done with all these complicated like pieces and putting them up, 
He was rushing the icing, didn't really get the isomalt on there. The marzipan was marginal. Like Yeah, he kinda of, I I I almost want to go back and look at what the artist rendering was for this because he said the isomalt and it was just kinda of like a sheet that he had like crumpled, right? Well, it was and supposed to be like a flag. Oh. Yeah, it was supposed to be like the um, the British flag in isomalt. I don't know, man. But well, that the red part fell off. Yes, and then the blue part just looked like it was like a crumpled sheet, kind of Correct. like stuck in there. Yes, yes, mm. it did. Mm. Um, and by the time he was like, do it once again. This is another example of I would go back and be like, hey man, do your piping before you put it up. You have all these flat sheets, right? Like pipe them, let the royal icing set, then put them up because you're trying to on a like flat. Yeah. A vertical surface mm-hmm. pipe onto it and you, you can't like that makes it so much more difficult and I just think throughout like he could have done 20% less pieces and done 50% more decoration yeah. with that same time and he even said man I told you like when Sandro says I feel behind it's like oh, okay boy. well well now you're in trouble there's no yeah. way you're coming back from it. Yeah. but he was the only one who truly nailed the bake, right? Where yes. they were like, it is crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside, all over the place, and the flavors are great. Paul took a bite of that London Eye wheel and was giddy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Like, he loved it. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh, rhubarb and custard. And, like, that saved him. As far right. as I'm concerned, it was the fact that he nailed the bake. He nailed, like, it wasn't as decorative, but he nailed the the uh, brief and he nailed the flavors where Manish uh, just didn't nail the bake. Well, so I have I have a question I want to put to you. At the very beginning, Janusz goes, patisserie is my weakest element. Uh-huh. This is not like I'm scared. This is not my weak. Do you think that he kind of gave up a little bit? He decided this was his weak week. Week, 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 week. <laughs> he decided that this was his weakness. And so he didn't push himself. He didn't like, he didn't have that swagger, you know, that he had for the other uh, He weeks. didn't have any drip at all. There was no drip. <laughs> there was no drip. There was no drip icing was the, on anything. There was the bright colors, though. We got the sort bright colors. Of. I've seen brighter from Janusz. I've so seen brighter. I feel almost like a, he did like a self-fulfilling prophecy moment where he was like, mm, this is my weakest thing. And so he didn't have that confidence. And so he went out. I agree with you on the signature. I thought his signature, all things considered, was is chocolate and plum and ladyfingers. Like it didn't seem like there was anything... The bake of the ladyfingers. They hated the sponge. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is there didn't seem to be any pushing himself on that one. That it was just like, I don't know, man, this. Okay. But I will say that I thought his design on the showstopper was ambitious. Whereas, like, I'm doing a lot of different pieces and, uh, you know, the stained glass isomal and then, like, these hearts with an interior piece and then, like, smaller, the musical notes plus all the colors in them. But I th- then you you put it next to the other people's and the design wasn't even really that that outstanding. No, I agree. But maybe that was just, like, the – I mean, here's the thing. If you look back across all those things, it's not like design has been – 
revolutionary for each one, right? It's not like, and I'm pushing myself every time and my designs are different. So it might be possible that Batisserie is his weakest thing because it's just he doesn't think that way. He doesn't About think. About the design. He doesn't think in terms of like how visually stunning this can be as opposed to like, yeah, this works. Let's do this one. Um, I mean, I would disagree a little bit when he did the whole like cubist design, but again, that's kind of in his wheelhouse right. with the bright colors and the shapes and the okay, all right, but also self fulfilling prophecy. I, yeah, I mean, I'm it happens. We see it all the time. So Abdul wins. Which listen, let me preface this by saying absolutely deserves it. Had a great week. Uh, pushed himself, especially on uh, the Krokan. Thought did great. There's a part of me that worries when they spend a whole episode being like, Willie, will this be his week? He hasn't gotten it yet. Hasn't even gotten a handshake. Hasn't gotten it yet. And then he wins. So it's like, please, please don't. Because there's a part of you that nags at me and it's like, did they do that so that it's like a good story? Because he hadn't won it yet and this was like his last chance to win it before he goes to the final. That's kind of not Bake Off's thing, but also maybe it is. It's like a producer's thing, though. You know, a producer would be like, and here's the thing. It's also quite possible that that was like in the filming, right? But like then he won and they're like, great. We know exactly what storyline to edit this episode together into mm. of it being like, Willie? Will because I thought one for one, like it was at least neck and neck with Shabira and she won technical. Yeah. Right. So like both of their Kirkons were great. Hers, what I think, a little bit more design impressive. His, a little bit more visually finished, like visually interesting. But like hers, design wise, was a feat. And I think both of their signatures were good. And she won first and he got second. And he won. And I'm not saying it should have gone to Shabira. I'm just saying, like, I wish that they hadn't highlighted so much of like, oh, will this be his week? Will this be his okay. week? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, we always talk about, like, how much credit do we want to give the editors? Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, and that's something that, as in the U.S., we are familiar with. Yeah. The idea that editing is the one that makes the story. Because um, you know they do it already when they're like, how much time do we have left? One minute. And it's like, either someone said, hey, ask for a time call, or... They took that clip of them asking and then took the clip of the yeah. time ago and put it together. Because there's no way that 100% of the time <laughs> they always ask for the time call just when it's time for a time call. And so, like, we already know that they do that, yeah. right? And it's also, like, when they're, like, one minute left and then we see them still doing stuff and it's like, is that really everything they did in a minute? Or did you maybe add some more stuff in there? I think right? maybe. Right. And Maybe you put the editing But I, I will say that – and. Everyone listening knows I love Shabira and knows that I uh, will am a champion for Shabira. But I think Abdul absolutely deserved to win this week. Uh, I just wish they had spent more time talking about in the episode why he deserved to win instead of wondering if he would like prove his worth by winning or something. I just what did they call him? A dark horse. Dark horse, which underdog is better than dark. I, I dark agree. horse always sounds scary. Yeah. Underdog like, seems like nice. they're like it's a plot to come from behind and win it. Yeah. Whereas like, an underdog is kinda like, I'm just happy to be here. Let me throw this out, underhorse. <laughs> okay. And then it was down to uh Sandro and Janusz. And it's tough, but I think when it comes down to it, Sandro's bake was better. Yeah, I agree. 
I think Sandra's bake was better. I think that um, Sandro also had a kind of like ambition yeah. to to his his bakes this week that you just you know Janish didn't have. There is also could be made a point of when you see someone whose ambition and uh, uh, just like overreaching is like oh that's what hurt you, but otherwise it's great. Versus someone where you're like, you should have had plenty of time to finish and make it clean and and you didn't. Yeah. And so it's easier to forgive overreaching than underreaching and not finishing, I think. It is. I think it is. I think it's easier to be like, you had so much. It's... It's the um the the reaching for the stars right. or whatever or shoot what for the it, moon even if you miss you land among the stars right not the other way which is shoot for the stars <laughs> and if you miss you'll run into the moon <laughs> uh, which we said on something was that my brother anyways um and so even though I think Yanish's was more finished than Sandro's was I still can see where Sandro's had the potential to be better yeah um where Yanish's was like. You sh- it should have been better, right? Like, I mean, sometimes we feel we. I like to talk about how you know bakers just reach the end of their expertise. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like Janusz just ran out of steam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where I think Sandro is that type of like, give him twenty more minutes, and it would have been amazing. Yeah, right. We're like have a pep talk with him beforehand. He's like, hey, slow down. Do less. Yeah, take like six of the things out that you plan to do. Yeah. <laughs> and do the other things better. Um, so we're going into a final where from the beginning, I'm trying to remember who I said from the beginning. I think I definitely said Shabira. We, we definitely said Shabira. We said Janusz from the beginning. And well, I think and that we said Maxi. And they mentioned that in the episode. They're yeah. like, like. A little bit cruel, I felt. To that when Yannick was like, I thought Maxie would be, and Noel's like, and she's gone, or whatever he said. I was like, whoa, okay. Or is that like you jinxed her? It's like, those two were friends, Noel. Yeah. Be cool, dude. No, he did say that. He was like, I told her that she was going to be in the final, and Noel's like, you jinxed her. And then Yannick turns around and says, Shabira, you're going to be in the final to jinx her. A little sassy. Um, but the thing is, is like, I think clearly, Shabira, if I was uh, putting odds on it, right? Like if this was Vegas, Shabira's odds to win are astronomical, right? But I would then rank it Sandro and Abdul because you always get this chance when someone is in the bottom two and they know it and they do that thing where they go to the contestant and like, hey, that was close get it together. You yeah. always have the chance of the slingshot back, right? Of the snap back to like, I know exactly what I've done wrong. I need to focus up and time to change the way I do I've it. I've heard it as like lighting a fire under their butt. But yeah. I'm, I I mean, even if I'm in I've the also last heard place, as, I don't want a fire under my butt. I've heard it as a come to Jesus meeting. Oh, okay. Time to have a come to Jesus meeting. Of, But then there's also the other side of that snap back though, where sometimes they're like, yeah, you're right. I need to push myself more. And it's like, no, you missed the point. <laughs> um, but Abdul has already proven, like, he pushed himself. He did good. Well, he pushed himself again. I don't know. I'm still pulling for Shabira. I mean, yeah. she won Star Baker like three times in a row. Like, she's obviously incredible. She built the human DNA, both in cookie form and in the computer. So, like, 
Okay, so we'll be back ASAP to do the final episode. But man, this is a good season. I really like it. Don't you? I like it this week. I was a little disappointed during Mexican week. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying overall, statistically speaking, statistically I like the speaking, it's a pretty good season. Yes, I like the contestants. I've liked the challenge. I think that more than any season in my memory, the speed at which all the bakers there were like, I see why all these was by like episode two, right? Where I was just like. Okay, yeah, they're all doing good, right? All of them are competing. And then it was just like every single one of them seemed to go out when it was just like they can't do more, right? And not like this person had a really bad week where they like switch sugar for salt or salt for sugar. (laughs) You hate that. You hate when they do that or when they drop their cakes or whatever. Well, it's because when that happens, I know if it was me, I would most likely spend the rest of my life going, could I have won? Could I have won if I didn't make that mistake? As opposed to, yeah, I begged the best I could and just everyone else there did better. So like, yeah, it was my turn to go out and not like I made like eight dumb mistakes and I went out and if I hadn't made those mistakes, would I have won, right? Like that would bother me way more than just like, I guess I wasn't as good as everybody else, right? I That's just me, but maybe it's better to be like, well, at least I can blame those mistakes. Maybe. And I don't know, but that's not me. That's, that's not, not what you. I would do. That's not what you. Um, so we'll be back ASAP with the finals episode, Teresa. And t- oh, if you like this, tell people about it on whatever social media you still use. Mm. Um, Teresa, <laughs> what should people do until then? Bake near.